This is the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. Join Paul as he chats with today's green industry experts and leaders about how to build a successful business and live a purposeful life. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Well, a warm welcome from the beautiful state of Georgia. I'm Paul Jamison. So thankful to have you listening to the show today. I am super excited to share about this topic of company culture. This is something that I am ever learning. I am constantly studying just this morning for about a couple hours, I think, Mr. Producer. I was uh, studying about Chick-fil-A, that company, which interesting. If you think about the fast food industry, uh, you know, you got Taco Bell and Burger King and McDonald's and Wendy's and I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on and on of all the fast food, you know, um, restaurants. But the customer service and just the overall experience you have at a fast food joint, you know, pretty much it's not that great of an experience. But then there's Chick-fil-A, which is just incredible. And I got a whole segment in the show today. I'm going to talk about that because I've been studying. Literally, I have uh, pages of notes I've been studying from the the leaders at Chick-fil-A, why they do what they do. But it got me thinking about our industry because just like the fast food industry where people think about, you know, well, Burger King, Taco Bell, McDonald's, Wendy, whatever, the the experience isn't that great. Uh, I mean, the food, if you like fast food, like I <laughs> I shouldn't, but I do, man. Oh, Taco Bell quesadilla or a big old baconator for Wendy's, some fries. It's, it's horrible for my diet, but uh, I, I love fast food. I, I don't eat it. Uh, Cause I'm trying to get out of debt. Uh, but every now and again, I'll get a gift card or, you know, somebody will buy me whatever. Uh, but that's, that's awesome. <laughs> What's that? Mr. Producer says he likes Arby's. We got the meats Arby's, huh? No, they got good fries. Yeah. Now you're getting me all hungry, Mr. Producer, but uh, back on topic, back on topic. Most of those fast food restaurants, the, uh, experience, a meaning of customer service and how you're treated, it's 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 pretty subpar. But Chick-fil-A sets themselves apart. And when you think about the lawn care community, um, landscaping companies, lawn care companies, uh, a lot of these service-based companies, even when you get into roofing and painting and all the different um, things inside of the house, um, you know, from your uh, cabinets to your wall. I mean, you can just... Any service-based business with dealing with people's properties inside the house and outside the house, the overall stereotype or perception is negative. I mean, most people, you know, don't think good, positive thoughts about fast food restaurants. And it's the same with these services. And so I was actually listening to uh, Dave Ramsey's podcast, which I love listening to that show. And he was sharing, I think it was a contractor of some sorts that called in. And uh, I think Dave was, you know, encouraging him to get rid of the expensive truck and just operate with like this $3,000 truck while he's trying to get out of debt. And, but he was saying, if you show up on time, you do excellent work. I mean, just do perfect, you know, perfect work with the actual craftsmanship of, of craftsmanship of what you're fixing. And, you know, you're honest you have a you know a fair price. Of course, you have your profit built in. You make profit, but you don't have this crazy you know over exaggerated price. You got a you know a good fair price where you're making profit, but it's it's reasonable. And you, you just you show up on time. You're polite. You're professional. Then you'll have more business than you'll know what to do with. 
And I was just thinking about in lawn care and in landscaping, it's the same way. There's so many companies out there that are poorly operated. And I I don't say that to, you know, look down on somebody or to, you know, to, to hurt somebody's, um, pursuit of trying to have a company, but that's part of why I have this podcast is I want to help as many people as I can help. Uh, because I remember my first few years, the pain, the stress, the anxiety, the desire to have mentors in my life. I, I was, I was longing for men to come alongside me and say, Hey, I have a lawn care company. I have a landscaping company. Here's what you need to be thinking about. Here's what you're doing wrong. Here's what you could be doing. Here's what you should be doing. Here's something to consider. And I I was craving to have that and I didn't have that. So I'm sitting there just trying to figure out everything on my own. Now, eventually I, you know, um, begin meeting some amazing folks. And now I have awesome friends who, you know, I get to have these conversations with uh, in my life. But uh, part of why I put out this podcast is what I never had. I want to be, I want guys and I appreciate your guys' DMs and Instagram saying, man, I'm, you know, I'm learning from the show and this, that, and other. And it just, oh, it pumps me up because I want to, I want to put out so much more content uh, that is inspiring. So without further ado, let's get in uh, today's show about company culture. Uh, I'll get into more about Chick-fil-A as the show uh, progresses, but I want to talk about gas stations uh, for a minute. Cause I was thinking, I was thinking about this too, Mr. Producer. And I know we got people who are Uh, you're listening all over the world. I I love the analytics I get through my um, iTunes and Google play and Stitcher and all of that. It shows you where the people are, are listening from. And we have friends listening in Australia and Spain and Canada, all across South America, uh, folks in Africa, folks, of course, in um, North America. And um, I mean, I'm, I'm probably leaving out spots, but it's, it's fascinating uh, the audience that we have worldwide. So you might not be familiar with the fast food restaurants that we have here in the United States of America or our gas stations, but Mr. Producer, I was thinking about this. Most gas stations you go to are not that, I mean, they're, they're, I don't want to throw out the word ghetto, but I just thinking of, you know, I'll go to a gas station and we joke about having the, having, having, (laughs) having to use the bathroom at a gas station. It's like you go into the bathroom and it's nasty. I mean, there's urine all over the place. There's no paper towels. There's no toilet paper. It smells, you know, there's all this, you know, graffiti stuff on the walls and there's no, the the wall needs paper. I mean, it's just a disaster. And how many bathrooms like that I've been in. And then, you know, you got the glass um, window because there's so much stuff at these gas stations. And then, you got overpriced candy bars and it's overpriced gum and, and you know, $3 for a bottle of water, what, whatever. It's just, um, it's kind of a bad experience for me. So many of these gas stations. Well, I grew up in Ohio and uh, I moved down here to the ATL and I remember my first time going to Quick Trip. And again, for my friends who don't know what Quick Trip is, you don't have that gas station, you want to understand. But I walk in and as soon as I walk in, I'm actually greeted. Actually felt appreciated. Someone said, "Hey, welcome," or you know, some some kind of salutation, some kind of greeting. And I go into the bathroom, and it's clean. I'm at a gas station in the bathroom, and it's actually clean. And I use the bathroom, and there's toilet paper, and there's paper towels, and I'm like, it's stocked. It's. I go out. Uh, my favorite part. I'm at the Quick Trip gas station, and 
I am a germaphobe, so I don't like touching the gas handle because I don't know someone with the flu could have been there before me or somebody, you know, whatever, poor hygiene, and they're sitting there holding that gas handle, and then I come one minute later, and I'm touching the same gas handle. That, 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 oh, that freaks me out, boys. So I like to take a paper towel. But a lot of these other gas stations I go to, the grocery store gas stations and these other ghetto gas stations, they, they don't have paper towels. They have the little place for the paper towels, but the paper towels aren't actually in the holder. But when I'm at Quick Trip, and, and Racetrack's decent as well. That's another gas station we have down here. It's similar. I, I, I prefer Quick Trip over Racetrack, but Racetrack's uh, got a very similar vibe as well. It's, it's not as good in my opinion, but it's, it's way better than the other ones. Well, at Quick Trip, they actually have the paper towels in the in you know right outside the pump there, so I don't have to put my hand, you know, on the gas handle that's got who knows what on there, and so I I appreciate that. But the reason I share this example of Quick Trip at the gas station is it's the same thing. Wouldn't you agree, Mr. Producer? You got so many of these gas station experiences. The paper towels aren't in there. Toilet paper's not in there. It's you know the 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 structure of the facility is, you know, needs a lot of repairs and the people aren't friendly most of the time. Yet you go within this, you know, five miles down the street and there's a quick trip and it's got this incredible culture. It's totally different. And so the reason I share that example with the gas station industry, and as I alluded to earlier in the show with the fast food industry is we can't write off and be like, oh, well, just lawn care companies, landscaping companies, it is what it is, you know. No. Our call, our, our our companies, my friends, they can stand out in the lawn care industry, in the landscaping industry, in the green industry. We can be the Chick-fil-A's where we have uh this awesome customer service or the quick trip gas station where 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 we run things with excellence. I was taking notes on uh, Chick-fil-A and uh, Truett Cathy. I, I think he passed away in 2014. I'm I'm here in Atlanta. Uh, that's where Chick-fil-A is from. I've been to the original uh, Dwarf House Chick-fil-A down by the airport where, you know, you, you have the the original Chick-fil-A. I, 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 actually, they have cheeseburgers at that one because I it's a long I'm not going to get into all the menu uh, uh, details, but it's, it's a cool experience. I mean, I've been there um, multiple times to the original like the original first uh, uh, Chick-fil-A here in Atlanta. But I've been studying how did they, it didn't happen by accident that it's such a different, unique experience at Chick-fil-A versus Burger King, McDonald's, Wendy's, Taco Bell, fill in the blank. And I'm studying true Kathy's life and his teachings and, and his, his leadership uh, philosophies and principles. And one thing that um, really stuck out to me, I had to write this down. It's so good. He said, people go where they are invited, but they come back where they feel appreciated. They come back where they feel appreciated. And I thought about that. I leave Chick-fil-A and I feel appreciated. The person at the cash register, and, and one thing he said about this, and I'll get into it in more depth in a minute, is you, you always have to be in uniform. And I think about it. I walk up to the cash register and there's somebody in their red shirt with their name tag on. They're always in uniform. They, they're, they're always in uniform. And... I, you know, I make my order and then in a very timely fashion, they bring me my food. If I eat in there, you know, the sweet lady will come by and clean up my trash, ask me if I want to refill on my sweet tea. 
And uh, some of y'all who aren't from Atlanta don't know about sweet tea, but it's a, it's an experience. And I actually leave and I feel appreciated. Or you can go through the drive-thru and here in Atlanta, it's like there's sometimes there's two lines wrapped around the drive-thru. It's so busy. Yet you got a bunch of people out there with their little computers taking your order in the, in the drive-thru line, all, even though it's wrapped around the, the restaurant, it, it goes fast. It's incredible. But I was thinking, how can we take that principle as a customer of Chick-fil-A, as a patron of Chick-fil-A, their goal is to make us feel appreciated. If, if you have been to a Chick-fil-A before, were you, were, did you feel appreciated? And so I've been asking myself, am I making my customers feel appreciated? Now, I know the Chick-fil-A business, the, the restaurant business, it's a product. You know, you, you have a product, a, a chicken sandwich, those delicious waffle fries or whatnot. But in our industry, it's service-based business. I mean, for some, it's cutting, you know, cutting the grass, edging the border, trimming the bushes, uh, installing mulch, installing Dry Creek riverbeds, installing pine straw here in Atlanta or, you know, plants and flowers. Or uh, for those of my hardscaping friends, you know, it's installing uh, pavers or whatever it is. And we actually have been having people from other service industries listening to the show. And I appreciate you guys listening to the show. I mean, right now my focus is on, you know, the green industry with, you know, lawn care and landscaping, my guests that I have lined up, but the principles are the same, whether you own a roofing business, a painting business, uh, or whatnot. So how can we make our customers feel appreciated? They're spending their money. They work hard. They work very hard. And they have this money, they have this problem where the grass needs cut, the bushes need trimmed, the driveway needs edged, or you know the sod needs installed, the plants need installed, the flowers need installed, the whatever it is, the irrigation system needs fixed. And could they do it? Yes. They could go out to the Home Depot or the local uh, store and buy their, their equipment and they could go out and do it. But they'd rather save that time in their valuable life and hire somebody to come onto their property. Some of these customers, they have children, they have pets. They, it's, it's unless you've had a home and you've had a property and you've had, you know, somebody come onto your property, it's a big deal who you let into your home and onto your property. And so our customers are inviting a company. They're looking for a company to come onto their property, take care of their property. And so many companies out there are not, are not good. Their culture is not good. How can we create company culture that is good, that is positive, that leaves our customers, you know, beyond satisfied and feeling appreciated with the quality of our work and their experience with us, with, with us. And that's what I want to really examine and talk about. So I wrote down some notes um, of my takeaways, how we can be set apart in the green industry, whether you're in hardscaping, landscaping, lawn care, furt and squirt, how we can have a comp- a good company culture in an industry that the stereotype is a bad culture. Number one is to get uniforms and stay in uniforms. I thought that was really important. Uh, Truett Cathy, as I was just doing more and more uh, research on him, is he, had, he just had this this weird emphasis of making sure you stay in uniform at all times. When you when you show up at Chick-fil-A, 
you know, your shirt's tucked in, your name tags on, and you're you're ready to go. And in my business, I've um, purchased. Um, this is hashtag not sponsored, but at the moment, I, in the last few years, I've gotten my uniforms from a company called Queensboro. Uh, I don't even know how I found them, honestly, but uh, they had this incredible discount. Maybe I, they had a Facebook ad or something. I don't know. I clicked on it. I don't even know how I found this company. And this isn't a hashtag not sponsored. They, they don't know I'm saying this or whatever. But um, the price was so low. I was like, I was like, that's insane. The, the, because there was, oh, they're running this special. They're running this deal. So I bought it in, in complete skepticism. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to get a shirt this nice for that low price. And I think I bought like 10 or 15 of them. And uh, it gets shipped to my house, and lo and behold, it was as advertised. It was a nice, these are golf shirts, and they were nice material. You know, in Atlanta, it's 90 degrees. Literally this week, we're in May. It's 90, 94 degrees in May, and it stays like that in June, July, and August. That's why they call it hot Atlanta. So we got, you know, three and a half months of 90-degree temperatures. Uh, some days it's in the 80s, but, you know, those days it's in 92, 94. It's hot, hot, hot. So the material of my shirt matters to me because I need to stay cool while we're working. Well, long story short, I got these uniforms and uh, I, I got like this bright neon yellow green um, simply for safety because, you know, we're out by the streets um, when we're edging and, and going in and out of the truck and with the way people text and drive and Instagram and drive and, you know, everyone's on their phone while they're driving, especially when they're in these gated neighborhoods because they're not as paranoid about police um, because it's actually the the country clubs I work in are actually private property. So the police can't even come, you know, come in there and pull you over. It's because it's not like a public road. So people are just on their phones, whatever. So for safety reasons, I got, you know, these bright yellow shirts, but it just, just listen to true Kathy, like talk about, like, I just got uniforms. Cause like, yeah, you know, of course we want to look professional, but then I realized, no, like we need to be in uniform at all times. And so I, I'm really, um, I just took that to heart that, you know, 8 a.m., bam, when we hit the gates of that neighborhood, um, that my customers at any point of the day when they drive by the house, you know, and they see us working or it's actually their property we're working at, that they see they see me. They see our team members. They see us in uniform. I mean, it's so simple. And I, I got this, you know, a few hundred dollars. I've gotten so many shirts over the years. And then what I do is they email me. Um, I just wait for them to email me a deal that's just so good. Uh, you know, then I just restock my, um, inventory, my shirts, uh, for my team and for myself, um, whenever the, um, whenever, you know, I get a really good deal on it. So it's not like this is a huge investment, uh, but it's so important. And maybe you're, you know, maybe you're in your first year and you're like, man, I'm just, I don't want to be investing hundreds of dollars on company shirts. I mean, you can get t-shirts printed. I, I remember my first few years, I literally just went to Walmart and got blue t-shirts and we wore blue t-shirts my first year in 2011. Uh, and then I think 2012, we switched to red t-shirts. They, they, they didn't have logos on it or anything. And then I think the next year, 2013, our third year, we really upgraded and went to Walmart and I got red golf shirts. Uh, and I think that was 2013. And we were, we were living large back then. And now, you know, uh, the last several years, I've gotten golf shirts because I want—I don't want just a t-shirt. I want a, a golf shirt that looks professional. And I'm not—if you have t-shirts, or I know Keith Kalfas of Michigan, I see him. He's got those tank tops on, like a basketball team wears. I think that's—I mean, that's cool too because you want to stay cool. I even thought about getting those. I just uh, haven't got a good deal on them. But it, the thing is that it's consistent. 
and that it's got your logo on it. It doesn't need to have all these average, you know, all this just simple, just all of mine is my, my company logo. It's that simple. And, um, but it just, it sets you apart. I mean, it literally, I work in a fancy country club where CEOs live and, and celebrities and, uh, you know, the athletes, a lot of my customers play for the Atlanta Falcons or coach for the Atlanta Falcons. And, you know, there's not that many other companies in this neighborhood that have their uniforms on all day. I mean, some of these guys just wear whatever. And I'm like, it's so easy to set ourselves apart. And then it's not just so we're better than the other guy necessarily, but it's just, it's just good culture to be in uniform. Imagine if you went into Chick-fil-A and, you know, they're just wearing their street clothes. I mean, it's sad to even think about that. It would not be the same. And so part of creating good culture in our lawn care landscaping companies is simply uh, having a uniform. Uh, number two, and Mr. Producer, we're going to have, we, we're probably going to have to do a part two of this show because <laughs> there's no way I'm going to be able to get through all this. But uh, let's just start with where we can start today. Yeah, that's what we'll do. That's what we'll do. Good idea. That's a real good idea. I don't know if you heard him, but he he had a guest. He said, let's bring on so-and-so for uh, part two. That's a, put that, yeah, try to, try to contact him. That would be, that would be a brilliant idea. Good idea. All right. So uh, I digress. Number two, letter the truck. I got my truck lettered for, I think it was $160 maybe or $180. Um, This guy, his name is Dan. I I actually, my friend was here um, uh, at the studio. I I work at, uh, at the, in Atlanta, there was a guy here uh, doing some repairs on the studio and he had a real nice company truck, real, real nice company truck with a, just a simple logo on the driver and passenger side door. And I was, I mean, it just, his image was just impeccable. It was, it was beautiful. I was like, wow, you know, just this nice truck with this nice lettered logo on it. And I was like, for whatever reason, I thought he paid a fortune for that. And I was like, man, how much did that cost you? He's like, oh, my friend did it real, real reasonable. And he's, I'll give you his number. So I called him. I was like, man, I, you know, this was back in like 2014. I was like, I probably can't, you know, be spending a whole bunch of money on getting my truck. But I, I told him, I said, hey, I want my truck to look like um, Tim's truck. And what a great job you did. He's like, yeah, no problem. And I think he charged me like, it was less than 200 bucks. He came out, lettered my whole truck. I have, you know, my, my, it's, it's simple, but my logos are on the driver's side door and it says design, installation, maintenance, and then my logo on the back uh, tailgate with my uh, phone number and email or not email, um, website. And, uh, it's probably a little too, uh, too much. I, I, if I would go back and do it over again, I would probably do a little simpler. And I, I, I look forward to getting a new truck, um, new company truck here, not new, like brand new, but I, uh, I have some money in a savings account that I just keep adding to. And, um, when my truck that I'm currently driving really goes, if the, you know, it really just needs replaced, then I'm going to upgrade. Um, I got the money just sitting there, uh, well, uh, set aside for that, but I'm not going to rush into that decision. I'm going to keep going with my truck for now and, um, keep adding a little bit more money to that savings account. And then when it is time to, to upgrade, um, you know, that new truck, I'll probably get lo- logoed up again. But anyway, there's many ways to do it. But I thought me and, and this guy did really professional work getting it lettered up for under 200 bucks. I know some people spend a lot of money on wraps and uh, this, that, and the other. And you, you could get extravagant on this. But, you know, having a company truck that's professionally logoed, whatever way you, you know, whatever way fits your budget and do your due diligence to find out how you can get it done for the best price uh, but that's just another way to be professional. I mean, those two things alone are so simple. Company shirts. 
and a, lo- a, a logo truck or a lettered truck or a wrapped truck or whatever whatever floats your boat. And again, I mean, it's dude, be smart with what where you're at in business and what your revenues are, what your you know bottom line is, what you know how much you want to invest on getting your truck looking professional. But it, it does make it does make a difference when you have a mom in there with her kids. She wants to feel safe. She wants to feel trusted. And when she sees a company roll up with no, you know, lettered truck and people walking kind of ghetto, wearing whatever they want, whatever, people don't like that. But you show up with a company truck that's lettered or logoed and, you know, folks getting out that are um, professional. They got golf shirts on of the same color and they're just they're very polite and professional and honest. And, uh, of course, um we can get to this one next, but you do quality work. I mean, do excellent work. You, you know, one thing that Truett Cathy, the owner of Chick-fil-A, said that just stuck with me is the most important thing to him was his, his, the reputation of his name. Over, you know, the the financial, um, how, how lucrative a decision is, that's not what drove his business. Now, of course, he was a smart businessman and what profit margins and, be, you know, that's of course that's important. But more importantly than that is the reputation of our name. And so it, it needs to be a both and. When we're on a property, let's do the best work we can. If you're in lawn care, mow that grass to perfection. Edge it. I mean, edge around the garden beds and around the side, uh, you know, the driveway and the sidewalk and the street to perfection. And, and weed eat everything really, you know, nice and trim the bushes to perfection and blow the debris. I mean, it should be perfect if you're doing a lawn maintenance. Just do it perfect. Just do a really, really nice job. And then, um, you know, if you're doing a landscape installation, do do your research, do your education, um, study, 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 practice, practice, practice. But, you know, do the installation to uh, just to a, a high professional level where the customers are impressed. Like, wow, that looks great. That sod looks great. That mulch looks great. That pine straw looks amazing. That that, you know, that maintenance. Wow. Good job, guys. And do, you know, do quality work. With honesty. And be polite and be professional in uniform. I mean, this is, this is common sense, but it's just, I'm just amazed as I just drive around town and I look at other companies, not, please don't uh, misunderstand me, not out of a haughtiness or an arrogance or I'm better than you. No, 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 not like that. But I'm just like, man, like it's almost embarrassing to see the way some people, you know, I'm trying to be polite without being hurtful, but I'm trying to be blunt. It's just. If we, we need to carry ourselves with professionalism and work with excellence and, and we'll stand out, we'll stand out. And the way word of mouth referrals works, especially in the service industry, I mean, you do, people ask me, how, how did you get to work for the Atlanta Falcons and, and, uh, you know, so-and-so and so-and-so and like, I can't like how, man, you got lucky. And, you know, I, I hear all these comments, but the way it happened is we did excellent work. People started to notice. I mean, they would just be walking around the neighborhood or driving around and we stood out and then they started having us do their yard and then bam, they started telling their friends and then their friends started telling their friends. And it was, it was, and I'll, I'll do a whole episode on it one day of how it all kind of my whole history of how I got to where I'm at today. Not, I mean, I'm, I'm at the beginning of the beginning. I'm, I'm, I'm learning every day. I'm not, I hope it doesn't come off like, oh, I arrived or no, no, no. I'm like, <laughs> I'm waking up tomorrow with, you know, fresh hunger to learn as much as I can and to take my business, um, and my life, you know, 
to, to, I don't like to say the next level, but you know what I mean? To, to continue to progress and get better. But the reason where I've gotten to where, at least where I've gotten so far is because of word of mouth referrals. And I want to increase our honesty. Not that we've been dishonest, but I just, I just want to be so honest and with my customers and professional and just make them feel appreciated. And that's A, when we communicate with them, how we communicate with them. And B, it's how good our work is. I mean, I want to work with excellence. In, in my neighbor, the neighborhood I work in, I mean, my goal is to be the best. And my goal is to be my, my lawns on the street. I want people to drive by and be, oh, yeah, Jameson, that's his yard. Now, there's a, you know, the, the security team drives around uh, in the neighborhood I work in and, you know, they, um, it, it means a lot to me when they when they give a compliment. They're like, man, you, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll say stuff like we know, you know, we can tell which yard your company is and stuff like that. It's just like, man, I just get like a Tiger Woods fist pump. I'm like, hey, yes, like that's my goal uh, to work with excellence. All right, folks, I literally have one, two. I got two more full pages of notes uh, to get through. Um, we'll have to do part two of this because I got to get going. And uh, Mr. Producer's giving me the... Uh, what is that sign? The the sign that means we need to wrap this up. So uh, thank you again, everybody who's been dropping uh, the reviews and iTunes. Let me see real quick, Mr. Producer. Let me get one out here because he's just, these make my day, guys. I, I check my iTunes, um, all the analytics and everything. And, and these uh, these new reviews uh, and ratings that come in, it helps the show so much. So if you've been blessed by the show, please share it. I, I appreciate uh, solo cuts and uh, Brian's Lawn Maintenance. Let's I'm, I'm leaving out people. Um, uh, JC Longcare. There's a bunch of guys that, that shared us on Instagram last week. I appreciate you guys um, sharing the show on Instagram. Um, we had a guy uh, says drug guy. I don't know what that means. Some of y'all usernames are funny. He says, love listening to the show while I'm cutting grass. Worth the listen. I appreciate that. LNT Lawn Care. This is in iTunes. He says, just started listening to Green Street Podcast. I have been binge listening to this show all day. Great content, especially for me being in my first year of business. Keep up the great work. It's awesome. So thank you guys for writing these reviews in iTunes. All you got to do is go into iTunes and there's a five-star rating system. Drop a rating and I'll write a sentence or two review. It will mean a lot. And uh, follow me on Instagram at Paul Jameson. And uh, if you share the show on there, it means a lot. I'm just trying to uh, get the word out. I put a lot of time and effort into making these episodes. Got a lot of good interviews lined up. But uh, Mr. Producer is giving me end the show, end the show, end the show. Got to go, got to go. So uh, we will be back. Please drop a review in iTunes. And I'm uh, looking forward to part two of this on Instagram.